It's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ooh, sorry. No, sorry. We're sorry, we're laughing. It's just that was bad timing. So, hello everyone, and welcome to the BIHA podcast, episode 71. Um, you're probably thinking, um, Rambo, why are you talking on your own, and where the hell is Nick? Well, unfortunately, Nick's a bit under the weather, and um, we're recording just a few days out from the first weekend of Nationals and we want to make sure Nick gets plenty of rest and is back with you for the live stream um, and to make cups of tea for me. Um, I do make him cups of tea back. But um, if Nick, if you do listen to this, get well soon, pal. I'm looking forward to commentating with you. It's been three years. Um, it's always a good blast and um, I can't wait. Um, before we look at Nationals, because that's essentially why we're doing the podcast, um, I want to make a public um, service announcement. Uh, I've been approached recently um, with people through uh, Facebook Messenger um, of the hockey world um, asking me about jerseys that I maybe have won um, and asking me if I'd like to sell them. Uh, and what gave the game away that it definitely wasn't me was these people um, were accusing me of being Nottingham Panthers fan, of a Nottingham Panthers fan. I'd like to make a public service announcement and address to y'all. I hate the Nottingham Panthers. I cannot stand the Nottingham Panthers. The only team lower than the Nottingham Panthers for me are the Sheffield Steelers, just because I am a former Murrayfield Racer fan of old and um, remember the good old days when we had rivalries with these teams and, oh, yeah, and I actually had an ice rink um, for our... Um, top team to play in so um yeah that's uh that's that so anyway before we go into predictions for nationals um and i'm not trying not to drag this out too long because it's just my monotonous voice um i just want to tell you all about um some of the things you need to be aware of if you're new to nationals um so the games are all live streamed um provided we don't have any technical issues it's happened a couple of times um but uh Touchwood, um, it doesn't happen very often, and um, normally Joel fixes everything um pretty quickly, uh, so it's all good. Okay, um, so that's the first thing you know. Your games are all live streamed. There'll be a link. The from it'll be on YouTube. It's very like good live streams. So don't think oh my team's gonna have to bring a mobile phone this weekend to do live streams, which is perfectly good tool during the regular season. Um, all the equipment's there. Uh, Joe sets it all up and it's it's just class um, and you get a good stream um, cool graphics and um, good banter um, I think, I mean I'm talking about my own banter so I mean I'll let you be the judge of that if you're listening um, so share the link with your folks um, with your friends um, you know the people that don't believe you play hockey um, obviously if you uh, don't get on very much it might be worthwhile not sharing it with your friends because then they'll still not believe you um, but you know, uh, share it, 
watch it yourselves. You can listen. Some folk listen to the commentary when they're watching in the stands and stuff, and and get involved. Um, there's a live chat on the YouTube um scene, so we get we get to see what everyone's saying about um nationals, um, and uh, you can tweet us and all that sort of stuff. Um, don't use Facebook to message us during it because it's just a faff. Um, either use Twitter or message us on the YouTube chat, and we'll have a we'll have a good bit of back and forth. Um. And sometimes uh, we go a bit off piste, um, as as you may know if you've watched before. Um, so that's that's the first thing to know is that it is live streamed. You don't need to worry about that. You don't need to tell your team to bring a phone or anything like that. It's all sorted. Um, the second thing is there's certain rules uh, that are unwritten rules that you need to know. Um, so the first one is be nice to Joe, um, because Joe keeps the whole ship running. Um, if you do need to take your stress out on anyone, moan at Dave. Um, Dave does keep the whole ship running as well as Joe, but um, you know it's he's an easier target. Um, and um, in, essentially, make sure that you uh, know what you're doing with the uh, when you when you get in there. Get there and plenty of time for your games. Um, make sure uh, that you have water and are hydrated and all that stuff. Um, but make sure you know what doors you're going on for games. Um, there's a, a like a one-way system. There's always been a one-way system. This isn't a COVID thing. So those of you who have been there before should know that. Because um, what we want to do is make it as smooth as possible um, to get the next game on. Because we have a finite amount of time of ice. So we don't want to run over uh, too much. There is obviously some wiggle room and then end up like the final gets made into 10 minutes or something stupid like that. We want to make sure everyone gets as much game time as possible so that means less faffing about. Um, so those are like the, the main things to know. Uh, puck stops across the road. Um, so uh, there's loads of you know equipment and stuff you can go and look at. And there's also a, a store in the shop uh, in the rink as well which is really good too. Um, and uh, up the stairs, if you're interested in apparel, um, there's Jersey 53 with our friend Ali Cree um, for you to go and check out as well. Um, so that's the sort of PA part of it. Um, now looking at nationals, nationals are different this year. Um, so the first weekend of nationals will see um, just two tiers. It's the first time in a long time that it's been less than three tiers on the first weekend. There's normally three uh, tiers four, five, and six as it used to be. Um, now it's um, essentially tiers one, two, and three uh, checking. So it starts from tier one, uh, not, tiers one, two, and three non-checking, sorry, um, rather than um, having tiers one and two being checking and then three, four, five, and six. Um, the reason for that is because the way the checking tournament's been done um, with every one and one tournament, it makes more sense to change the names a little bit. Um, so... On the, on the page, um, you can find your group. If you go on, you click on Nationals, um, there's a, there'll be a drop-down. It'll give you um, the groups. It'll give you the playoff schedule. And then if you click the schedule, you can get all the, the information about um, who's playing when. Um, also, you can click on individual teams at the top clubs. The website's really quite snazzy. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's hard to find past results. That's the only issue with the website if you want to find something from like 19 cream bun it's a little bit uh, harder but um in terms of all the current up-to-date stuff it, it's pretty snazzy it's pretty straightforward so you click on your nationals tier you will get 
a, a top thing that says tables, schedule, power rankings. And I'll give you all the information that you need to power rankings are just for a bit of fun. Um, and to be honest, in the lower tiers, because so few teams have played games, it's really just guesswork and, um, you know, sort of rubbish jokes. Um, so, uh, looking at Nationals, um, tier three non-checking, um, 12-team tournament, three groups. Uh, top two teams in each group will go into the plate competition um, for uh, tier um, three non-checking. The bottom two teams will go into the VAS competition, or VAS as some people call it. It's a VAS. Um, and uh, those teams will be... Um, uh, sorry, those teams um, will be playing for sort of a second tier competition. So there's there's something to play for, even if you have a bit of a rubbish group stage, which is something we wanted to bring in, because quite often we can get the groups slightly wrong. Um in terms of seeding because you bring they bring a few extra bodies or a few bodies don't turn up so this kind of makes sure everybody has something to compete for all weekend um now um the uh teams in this in group one we've got avalanche b griffins d huskies and mavs e um that seems like a little bit of a top heavy group to me um because i think the griffins d team is going to be pretty pretty sharp um, we've got some old faces, as I say, uh, I've already mentioned them several times in the power ranking, but uh, having uh, Rory the Butcher back uh, is going to be fun for me. Um, and there's some, uh, yeah, there's a couple of names on there that I kind of recognise from that Leeds D team. Um, not everyone's done their roster yet, get that done. Um, and uh, make sure that you're, you're ready to go. Um, just looking at if there's anyone else that I recognise. No, there's not really um, in that in those groups of teams uh, players that I potentially recognise. The second group, um, obviously know a few of the Stags players um, being from Scotland. Um, I've played against a couple of them um, in a, and um, the Steel Queens have played against a couple of them and some of them have been at our training. Um, but uh, Matt Munt, um, as a player to look out for, uh, he's not played in a while, so I'm not entirely sure what he's been up to. But he is, uh, he is, um, he's somebody to look out for. Uh, and Cara Murdoch will be interesting to see um, how she gets on at nationals. Um, a good player for us, always Sharks. So um, those are a couple of players to look out for in the Stags team. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Tori Yoon is playing, who I remember being pretty decent. I'm pretty sure they're a goalie at um, the further A team, but I might be wrong. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that that could be an interesting. I'm actually looking forward to that game, kind of the most in the group stages at the moment. Uh, the Stags against the Yeti C, uh, the Stag C against the Yeti C, and then into Group Three: um, Bears F, Devil C, Lions D, Spitfires D. Now the Bears F for me probably the strongest team in that group. Um, the Bears notoriously have a good team at nationals. Um, there's always some players that have played in a slightly higher tier or have at least experience in a higher tier playing down. Um, obviously, they get more of their roster with it being their home pad. Um, and I think they'll probably be the favourites to come out of that group. Um, the Lions C team have taken a bit of a beat down this year. Spitfires have no idea about. Um, and the same with Imperials non-checking teams. So, um, yeah, uh, that's a bit of a weird group. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how come who comes out of that. 
So that's that's how it works. So top two teams in each group, I would say the Stags, Stags and Yetis for me, possibly going out in group two, maybe Metros. I've probably just lied on my power rankings, but I'm fairly sure uh, would I have the Yetis. Have the Yetis, oh, two below Manchester. So maybe I'm making a liar of my uh, my tables. Um, Husky's definitely the top for, for their group. Um, and, and Leeds D will be up there. So anyway, I'll stop digressing and talking nonsense about that. Uh, the next group, the next table, um, I think it's going to be a lot more interesting um, in terms of um, how teams bring their season form into uh, nationals um, because obviously we've had these merits tables this year. Um, I don't really want to make wild predictions about this, to be honest with you, because I've actually done the power rankings pretty late at night, and uh, I can't remember exactly what I wrote about each team, but um, I suppose I could just look that up. Um, but again, uh, looking at that that uh, Stags roster, I see a few players there, uh, Josh Segi being one that scored a lot of goals. Uh, interesting setup they have with... Um, two forward lines and three D lines. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm going to call it now, live stream darling, Grant McCaskill, or Grant McCaskicker as I, I call him, um, the only man to have checked Essie during a game and lived. Uh, yeah, um, UEA, um, Wolverson back, it's nice to see. Uh, Oliver Amy's back. Um, two uh, players that are... Uh, let up at nationals before certainly been uh, players we've talked about a lot of nationals um to be honest it's been that long we might have just been players we've talked about but not in a good light so it'll be interesting to see um if i if my memory is correct um and then we've got the griffin c um and now the griffin c i've got a couple of players that i want to call out and one of them is yasmin al rawi uh former Bradford Sabres player um, who I first encountered um, playing against the Steel Queens and she'd only been playing about two months um, and this, and more recently I played against her um, at a, a, a in a friendly game in Bradford uh, where she was playing for a team called the Ice Wolves who's a recce team and um, if you've seen how she's if you've seen where she was when she started, hard worker, stuck in everything, super hockey smart, well, take all that now and it's two years on and luckily Bradford seemed to have been training loads because those players, she looks two years on. So I'm super excited to see how she gets on at Nationals with a strong Griffin C team um, at, at, um, alongside her. Um, and yeah, um, there's not as many teams that put their actual rosters on here um, interesting to see how teams some teams have used their alumni so Manchester C have got four alumni points in uh, in tier three um, and the only other team with four alumni points at the moment is uh, lead C so teams using those alumni points making sure that they're distributed um, so alumni points are basically if you're a second or third year alumni you get one point for being a first a second year alumni and three points for being uh, sorry one point for being a second-year alumni and two points for being a third-year alumni. Um, it's something we came up with to allow teams to have alumni, but also keeping the focus on it being um, a university tournament and under our former eligibility laws 
to try and, you know, try and encourage clubs not just to rely on all their old alumni for t- uh, for tournaments. Hopefully, though, um, we will be in a position um, where we can have uh, teams in, having alumni teams at some point, and that would be cool. Um, so it's hard to predict, as I say, uh, tier tier two non-check-in because, as I say, it's whether the teams can bring their form in. But looking at the power rankings, I've got the Avalanche top um, with the Vikings B um, second um, and Newcastle B. Now, Newcastle B, it'll be interesting to see because they've got no A team this year, so there might be a couple of bodies drop down. Um, Hull were a really weird one because they have somebody who they've played three games this year and they have somebody who scored 20 goals um, for them um, in three games um, and who has no assist. So uh, if I wonder if he's there. I don't know if they got their roster out. Let's see if uh, he is there. Um, in fact, Hull have not uploaded a roster. So... Yeah, interesting. Because um, Hull really could uh, take it two teams uh, in this one. So, yeah, I think I'm just procrastinating now. I, all I want to say is have a great weekend. Um, hopefully Nick and I will be back to do another podcast um, before women's in uh, Tier 1 non-check-in and before check-in. Um the live stream links and everything will be posted out. Um, and um, have a safe journey down to Sheffield. I hope you've all got your hotels and everything sorted out. And we'll see you bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on Saturday morning. Um, so I'm just going to say it right now. Have a good one, everyone. Have a safe journey. Have a great weekend. And good night and great hockey.